When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 660 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by John Kozak, our newest member of the Flow Wrestling team, and Ben Funky Askren. Hello and happy Wednesday to everyone. Ben, how are you? Uh, good. You know, I, I'm, I was thrown off a little bit, though. I thought you, maybe you were throwing me back to something, because you you'd, uh, titled this document for our today's show as... 560, but we are at episode 660. We're 100 more, so I thought maybe you were pointing something out to me that I missed. No, I just typed the wrong number um, because we're getting on up there. Jeez. But I need – here's – actually, it's a good thing Kozak's on this show because we are we are six episodes away from a very oh, fateful number. <laughs> we're just going to skip this. We're we're just, I don't know what we do. Do we just not do that show? Do we have 665 part one, 665 yeah. part two? How do we have, as, as, a, as a former former pastor, <laughs> how, how do we navigate these satanic waters? Yeah, well, I'm still licensed, so I haven't, been, I haven't fallen from grace. Okay, but, <laughs> still know, a pastor. A couple prayers, a couple blessings, and we'll be good. We're, we're fine. We're, All right, we're not scared. All, All right. right, we're not scared. Yeah. That's it. That's right. Um, we can't hey, let the fear win. Before I forget, Christian, because I, I missed six. I missed six thirty-six, which was a Missouri area code. Six sixty is Northern Missouri. So shout out Northern Missouri. What's in Northern Missouri? What's the best thing in Northern? Not Missouri? all. Not all that much. Not okay. All that much. Where's the Ozarks? That's uh, south by about an hour of Columbia. Okay. Did you ever go there? Uh. I went one time. I went on a party boat. I think I was graduated oh, with a bunch of my college buddies, and they were they were doing the whole. I don't remember it was Memorial Day or Labor Day. I don't remember which one it was. They were doing the whole weekend, and I said, "Sigh, this is not good. I we should not be doing this." And <laughs> and then later that night, shadow. I believe it was Gabe Conahan fell off the second deck of the bus. Uh, I'm sorry, second deck of the boat, and uh, had to be taken to the hospital. He did survive, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no one this died. Is, this great, is harm. great boys trip. Um, <laughs> Raymond yeah. Jordan almost died also one time. Raymond Jordan. Yeah, it, would, he it seemed like it would take a lot oh. to potentially kill him. He was a, a well. He's individual. not so great with the water. Okay, got it. Yeah, got it. one yes, weakness. Yeah, that's yes. not good. Um, okay, so, so a lot. Don't a lot go to the Ozarks. Don't go to the Ozarks. Okay, I saw, I've seen the show. It's not exactly a ringing endorsement for uh, <laughs> for the vacation spots. Uh, it's funny. Yeah, I won't write it off. Okay, cool. Oh, and then, so I got an update. I, Chris, I sent you the text. My buddy, I forgot a part of the story. My buddy that tried sneaking the bagpipes into <laughs> the NSA tournament, and I, I, wasn't at, I wasn't where he tried to get in, but he sent me a follow-up text that, ha, ha, ha. That was a good memory. The one part you forgot, though, was that I was I was really drunk and awkwardly trying to sneak these bagpipes in with the bag, and the cops thought I had some type of weapon, and they held me at gunpoint. <laughs> what a dummy. Uh, oh, all, all this so he could uh, introduce you with some bagpipes. I'm sure he would have played them so wonderfully had he been able to get them in in his drunken stupor. 
It may have been a, a blessing in disguise he wasn't able to get in. Uh, so great. So a few little news uh, nuggets, and we'll get moving on. Because I want to talk, when we have Kozak on, we should talk international wrestling. Because that's his right yes. in his wheelhouse. So some transfer news to get to. Gage Garcia, formerly of Michigan, headed to Lehigh. So he's a Pennsylvania guy going to Lehigh. Apparently going to play football and wrestle. Which is exciting, um, exciting news for wrestling fans. Exciting news for for Lehigh fans, as I think a lot of people are really excited to see what Gage could do at the D1 level in wrestling. So cool uh, story to follow there, as he's left Michigan now, will be at Lehigh. Um, I'm assuming he still projects at 197, but maybe he's a maybe he's a heavyweight. I'm not sure. And then Keegan Moore from Oklahoma State to UNI to Oklahoma. So he's oh, going that, to, that Keegan Moore. I thought I, you meant the one that was from – there was one from West Virginia also. Remember him? There was. Uh, this is not him. Uh, I don't know what happened to that wow. Keegan Moore, actually. I've been only able to keep tabs on one Keegan Moore, and uh, this will be his, his third school, all in the Big 12, and he will have completed the, um, the Bedlam rivalry. So that's a rare, <laughs> wow. rare accomplishment. Wild. If you remember some years ago, John Smith was half pissed off at Keegan Moore, so now he <laughs> will get to wrestle against John Smith's team potentially. What um, if he upset AJ Ferrari? <laughs> he would be whole pissed full, off. Yeah. Full pissed. <laughs> full pissed off. <laughs> I think that's probably highly unlikely, but uh, you never know. Dad burn it, Keegan. Okay. <laughs> so thinking about our, our Olympic draws, I've been um, you know, we've got the seeds, they're they're fully set, right? There's no, there will be no more changing. No changes. Yeah, Poland was the last uh, series, ranking series that could have gone towards Olympic seed. So yeah, they're they're set. They're in stone. Okay. So you but, tell uh, us. Okay, hold on. Can I ask one question first uh, of here? Because this this said uh, brutal draws loom for Team USA was the title of the article, but they only seed to four. So number number essentially five through sixteen are completely unseated. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, really, there's just two good guys on each side, which I think seems better because sometimes there could have been all of them on one side. So we have a even chance of drawing two different good guys. Is that correct or false? Yeah, I think the the genesis of that title is we only have one guy seated in yeah. you know at the Olympics, just just Kyle, and so all of the others really could have could have the, the toughest draws possible. So I think it's just kind of like... They could draw right into a number one or two or whatever. They could draw into a one or two, and then because in a lot of the weights, the best are split. So like, for instance, for Gable, he's going to have to go through Gino and uh, Taha yeah. and potentially Zare as well, depending on where he falls. So it's like, if Gable wants to be gold, he's going to have to beat both, both of them no matter yeah. what, no matter where he's drawn. Yeah. Got it. Yep. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. So not ideal there. Uh, why don't we just go through, starting at 57, work our way through and kind of say, hey, where do we where do we want to be placed in these brackets? Because only Kyle is the one we, we know where he'll be. So fit, like 57, for example, seeds go Michic 1, Aguiev 2, Atli 3, and Kumar, Kumar 4. Um, so I guess the, the first question is, who else is getting drawn in that's of, of real note? Yeah, so right off the bat, uh, Takahashi 
who has two wins over Gilman, one from the 2017 World Finals and another from uh, World Cup. So he's he's probably the the number one guy who you don't you don't want to see right off the bat, and and Gilman could see him first round. Right. Uh, so Takahashi um, Sanaev uh, from Kazakhstan, uh, Atri from Iran, uh, Haratunyan from Armenia. Those are kind of the next four in mm-hmm. line. I mean, someone like Ardenabot ranked eleventh is mm-hmm. he's really tough, tough guy. Yeah, he's really has good. right. Gilman ever wrestled Stefan Mijic? He has not, correct? No, they were both at uh, Pelicone in January 2020, and mm. Cologne beat uh, Michic, and then Gilman yep. beat Cologne. So yeah. um, what, what do you think Stevan's chances are uh, of going on a run and, and potentially making the finals of Kumar? Like, how would that uh, potential Kumar match go, in your opinion? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that... Kumar on paper is is better, but I think the margins aren't all that big. So um, I think what we just talked about was the guys that are getting drawn in mm-hmm. could, you know, he Mijic could very well have one of those guys first second round and even keep him from getting to Kumar. You know what I mean? Yeah. How how many guys would you say oh. are in in this bracket? I mean, Mijic is ranked twelfth for crying out loud. This mm-hmm. is a guy who he medals at a lot of tournaments. Um, how many of these guys would you say are, are they're kind of here, but they're they're not really probably one of the sixteen best truly in in the world? Like is is the Guinea Bissau Algeria? Would you say there's only a couple? Because in some of these, there's right. probably more guys that are just like not really on the Olympic threat mm-hmm. level. Yeah, so I would say if you're looking at the Olympic qualifier rankings, those last three would probably be the only guys in the bracket where I'd be like, all right. They don't really have, they don't really have a shot at. Is this Lou? Is that the one that beat Dayton? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! At Pelicone. So yeah, even down to thirteen, those guys are all I'd say metal metal contenders, right? Okay. Okay, so I got it's pretty easy here. We have uh, Columbia gets Mitchich first round, Mm -hmm. and then right below him, we're going Guinea Bissau against Gilman. Yes. And then we got one of them in the semis. Perfect. There you go. Easy. Bada bing. Simple enough. So I think it's pretty obvious you want you would probably prefer Gilman drawn in the top side, right? right. With Kumar and Micic mm-hmm. as opposed to no one wants to be near Oguyev. How how would you rate him compared to the other favorites in uh mm-hmm. in men's freestyle in these different weights? Oguyev? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's right up there with maybe one of the heaviest favorites. Um I'd like to see him against Takahashi. But he is, he's been on a run the last three years, and the only guys that he lost to aren't even in this bracket, uh, the guys from Azerbaijan. So I'd say he's probably outside of Sejilayev um, and maybe Rashidov, maybe the third, third highest favorite. You think Rashidov's that big of a favorite at 65? Uh, I do, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I love Aguyev. He is... That guy is so fun to watch. Um, okay, so 65, we can talk about it even though no Americans, not even any, uh, no defected Americans either. Because um, Habit was right there, but mm-hmm. fell. But just give your thoughts, hypothetically, if the Tunisian were out and Jordan Oliver were in, 
Where would we want J.O.? What, what looks like the soft part of the bracket to you? Yeah, I think, it, like I, I mean, I kind of alluded to it. I think Rashidov is, I think, really highly of him. Um, so you want him. Rashidov is the one seed. Uh, so you, I would say you want you want J.O. on that bottom side with, with Bajrang mm-hmm. and, and Nias Bekoff. Uh, Pantelio just beat Nias Bekoff twice um, a couple months ago. So that's the... That's the soft side for sure. And for this one, would you say probably fourteen on is the the, the bottom three are, are probably not as much contenders? What about Destrobats? Come on, man, push him out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. He he's given. I mean, listen, the the Zane win was um, mm-hmm. flukish in nature, but he's been competitive with guys. Right. Yeah. He's a legit senior level wrestler. Like, yeah, that's all I'll say. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think, Ben? Uh, I mean, can he compete with Rashidov? No, I, I don't. I don't think well, so. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Rashidov and Oduguru. I actually don't know. I've never heard of number number three on your rankings from. Mm-hmm. I guess he's from Armenia. He's probably Russian. Vazgen Tev- Tevinyan. Yeah, Tevinyan. Uh, I've heard of him. Yeah, he's he's newer, right? He is. Yeah, and he he kind of rose. Uh, if you remember the World Cup. Uh, in December, he yeah. won that and he beat Musakayev in the finals, yeah. and that was Musakayev coming off a win over Aliyev. Um, yeah. And then Tavanyan went into and he he still had to qualify the weight, and so he went into the uh, European qualifier and he won he won that as well. Um, nice. So yeah, he's been on a run. He's he's kind of the the hot yeah. hand. So then, obviously, with I mean, I know Punya, Musakayev, Goddiev, and Ali. I've watched them all a bunch. Like, I, I don't feel like Deschabats has a chance against any one of those seven. So the likelihood no. he gets a medal is very, very low. Yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of cut the medal contenders off at Aliyev at seven. Yeah. Um, Even Nia's back off in Tobier. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I Aldez could get a, a heater potentially if he gets put in the right right spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nias Bekoff, um, the way that so he beat Punya in the World Semis in 2019, and the way that he beat him was was kind of weird. He got a four um, towards the edge, kind of got out ahead, and then Punya just couldn't run him down. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily see that happening again. Yeah. Do you do you think it's an Odaguru Rashidov final <coughs> if they're opposite? Yeah, if they're opposite, um, and that's maybe alluding to a question that we had about Otaguru is that we haven't seen him, we haven't seen him wrestle very much. He was just at Asians, right? But uh, it's it's been a it's been a while since since 2019 and since 2019 Worlds, um, and he didn't look he didn't look peak form there, um, and so kind of in my mind I see Rashidov kind of rising. He looks he looks really good. And we haven't really seen the same out of Odaguru um, as of late. But he hasn't had the opportunity. So I guess I don't know. Yeah. Um, Japan's interesting, these first couple of weights. They've got, they've got, some, mm-hmm. they've got some tough yeah, guys. They seem to always have contenders at the first two. And then after that, they really – it's very rare that you see someone contending at the higher weights for Japan. Well, they've been good at 74. They had a world uh, finalist in 20 – Oh, last last six or so years, I mm-hmm. forget which year it was, but they they've been decent there. But you're right, 
but beyond that, it's it's tough. 74, let's get to this. The unseated Kyle Dake, a.k.a. the boogeyman, he'll just be dropped in. And Kyle Dake's not that's the guy so who's going to give a rip uh, where he gets dropped in, too. You know? He definitely does it. But for our for our spectators' sake, for my sake, yeah, this is dumb. This is really dumb. Well, he won two world titles. Why can't we give him a few points for that? Even if you were to reduce the amount of points, so like if you win in a non-Olympic weight or you win in a weight that you're not then competing in at the Olympics, like you should get some points for that. You really should. And so, um, you know, the fact that he, it's kind of, you know, it more sucks for Chimizu or Sitikov or someone who's actually earned one of these top seeds. Yeah. Um, if they then have Kyle Dake dropped in on top of them, that would be way less than ideal. Yeah, uh, the it will it will stink for sure and you know it's not it would be nothing new for us to see something like that you know we had yeah. david taylor yazdana charati round round one or whatever that, right. that how the hell is kai sanoff um how the hell is he number two placed high at uh 19 worlds right mm-hmm uh, yeah that was in kazakhstan yeah and he he like um yeah, the one that's in Kazakhstan. <laughs> yeah, and he, like, uh, who we were talking about yesterday, uh, Micic, he wrestled at a yes. ton of the ranking series. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Sitikov, I think the only way he's getting points is from Worlds. Worlds or something. Yeah, yeah. and Chimizo the same way. He really valued wrestling at those ranking series. And I saw this, you know, I think maybe we take for granted how close we follow international wrestling and how much we know, like, how the ranking series goes and how people get seated. So I saw some people like comment like, well, what's the deal? What's the, what's the deal with Kyle Dake not getting seated? And so number one, it's he competed at a non-Olympic weight where you only get points at the weight you compete at. Right. And then number two, you have to go to ranking series events. And um, Kyle Dake hasn't gone to the ranking series events like Chimizo and Kasanov have. So I think that's a little confusing for people that don't follow international wrestling. Like yeah. So, hey, actually, uh, so on the bottom of the dock, you guys, I, I don't know who put this together. I don't know if it was John or, or Christian, but you have this um, matches per year thing since 2018. I got right. some Can I ask some questions on that one? Sure. Can we pull it up? So is that, are, uh, oh, sure. Does Tyler have it? Yeah, Tyler. Okay. Cool. So is that is this international match is only like for example for David Taylor are the U.S. Open and the trials not included yeah, in here? It's all senior level matches. So Taylor and Dake both level. both had like that injury year that's kind of included oh, in it, this segment of time plus COVID. Right. Right. Well, yeah. I mean that's right. That's when Nate yeah, Jackson so, got his matches. <laughs> dude. Yeah. Seriously. So when I it know. says matches by country and Russia is mm-hmm. has more than the U.S., which is it seems shocking to me. What would you account that would it, would it be that there's more tournaments close to them, so more of their representatives can enter? Or you know, like when you you know, we always complain about Russians not wrestling enough, and now they have you know, as a country, they have two thousand plus more matches than us. Right. I would wonder but how so many if, of those, if you count those matches internationals. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Christian. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I wonder how many of those matches, those Russian matches, happened in Russia against Russians. Yeah, you know, probably. Yeah, well over half. So eighty percent. Yeah. So this is stemming from a um a question that we had from CJ CJ Kemp, 
Um, how come Odaguru isn't in the streets like a lot of foreigners? Um, and so if you look at his matches in the last, you know, whatever, three years or three and a half years, he's only had 39 matches. And That's crazy. It really is. And so it, you know, averages out to about 11 a year. Now there was COVID in there, but still it's really small to where you can look at Bajrang had 80 matches in the same time period. Chimizo with 82 Nate Jackson, Nate Jackson was seventy-eight, um, right? So, yep. Um, yeah, it's it's really interesting if you think about it. And, and Odaguru is maybe just as good as Bajrang, or you know, he's right up there and better than Punya. Yep. But those two are way way more popular, right? You you think about international stars, and Bajrang and Chimizo kind of come to mind right away. Yeah. Um, but. So when you scroll down the matches by country, yeah, John, um, yeah, is that so? Like the U.S. Open, how many matches are at the total U.S. Open? Would that be counted in here? Because I, I feel like mm-hmm. just the U.S. Open alone has maybe has thousands of matches. Yeah, or am I way off? There's of that? so yeah, there's hundreds, and a part of that's because we wrestle a full consolation. So um, I could I could probably if you gave me a second I could I could pull it up. So but Russian, why the, does Russia have so many damn matches then? <laughs> yeah, so Russian nationals is huge. The brackets are, are always big? very big. Um, really? Full of Russians. F- yes, full of Russians. So you have Russians rather than Russians. Russians Russian yeah. And so, and then also Russia has a lot of tournaments within within Russia's, you just know. Just freestyle. So, yeah, just yeah. freestyle tournaments, just senior level tournaments. And so. Oh, I'm sorry. You, that's, that was a stupid statement. I didn't mean just freestyle. I meant, I, I meant just open to the Russians um, or is it international where anyone well, can enter? Yeah, you know, so it's like you take the Uregan, for instance, whereas yeah. anybody can enter, but who's going to be there the most? It's going to be the Russians, Russians, right? Yeah, of course. And so mm-hmm. you, that's, we have this in our in our minds, maybe where Russians aren't competing as much, but they're they are competing, but it's mainly against other Russians. Other and so, Russians. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I think the reason why uh, Russia and U.S. are so high is because. Our national tournaments are huge, like the U.S. Open mm-hmm. or like Russian uh, Nationals or the Uregan. Whereas Iran, they don't have these huge national tournaments or even, you know, Azerbaijan or Georgia or Turkey. They're really small. And so Japan is a great, for instance, their national tournaments, their biggest brackets are like 12 guys, 16 guys. Really? Um, mm-hmm. If you go on wow. their site, you can see... Their brackets are really well, like sometimes Russia, like what's six their people. so when you say big Russia, is that fifty? Is it sixty? Is it a hundred? Is it what is it? Yeah, I would say forty to fifty. Forty per to fifty bracket. guys per nice. per bracket. And that's you know, almost all the way down the line, mm. um, in every way. Maybe, you know, ninety two, ninety seven uh yeah. heavyweight are a little lighter, but so look think, kind of getting it back to seventy four and thinking about Dake not being seated. One thing I think it would be good to consider with Dake or just the non-Olympic guys is if we want the non-Olympic weights to be, you know, viewed as not such less than, I think they the seating should consider those, especially in Olympic years. I think that should factor in. Now, Dake not wrestling in any rankings tournaments, that's just, yeah, that's a different different thing. But I think they should consider, should hold some weight if you win the previous year's world yes. championship. Um just so you don't end up in these sort of scenarios. And for even if they did, they could still be unseated because 
that may be his only ranking qualification. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just saying in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is another, the 74 bracket is another for instance of Dake's going to have to go through Sitikoff and Chimizo yeah. to to win gold. Uh, there's there's really no no way around it unless one of those guys gets upset because Chimizo and Sitikoff are on opposite sides of the bracket and Dake is going to get drawn in on <laughs> on one of the sides. Yes. So um that's, have to go go through both. Do, who um now we say go through both. There's upset potential. There's no right. guarantees that those guys are all gonna win. Who's the biggest threat not named Dake, Chimizo, or Sitikoff in this in this bracket, who are we not talking about? It could be a disruptor. Maybe um, Kajimagomedov from Belarus, mm-hmm. who qualified um, at the last qualifier. He beat um, Sukhazanov. Slovakian. Yeah, the Slovakian who beat Jamalov and also beat um, Chimizo. So he might be might be one one guy. Um, the the rest in there, there's no reason it'd be a big upset if any of the others um, defeated Sitikov or Chimizo. Gotcha. Yeah. What are, so what about the guy you guys have ranked number four? Uh, I shouldn't even try. Kinchadze. Kinchadze, yeah. Kinchadze, yeah. Because yeah. um, he's been competitive at the world. Yes. Times, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good. That's a good point. He could be another guy. Um, but yeah, I, I still think that would be. That would be an upset um, if he were to take out Sitikoff or Chimizo. Okay, 86. David Taylor will be drawn in. Uh, the one seed, Hassan Yazdani. Two, Deepak Punya. Three, Miles Amin. Four, Arter Nifonov. The top side um, is tough with the Russian, Nifonov, and Yazdani. The Iranian, the reigning Olympic champion at 74 kilograms. So uh, the bottom side is definitely softer. No, no question about that. The question is where will David be drawn, not where would be the most advantageous, right? Right. I mean, the only person that I think we're worried about is Yazdani. When I look at the list, there's no one else that I'm like, oh, man, that's mm-hmm. going to be a tough match for David. I think he's going to kind of – I feel like he's going to smash a lot of these dudes. So yeah. unless we somehow have Yazdani Taylor first round, um, that's probably the only worry. Yeah, there's one. So Russia hasn't um, solidified their rep here, like really in stone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Karuliev is uh, the other 86 kilo guy, who I actually think would I be. I think's better. Yeah. Do you think he's better? I think he's better than Nefanov. Yeah, I know Mike Mail did a little like breakdown of the two of these of Nefanov and Karuliev. Um, so Karuliev is the guy that knocked. Knocked David out in the semis. Um, By knocked out, we mean kicked him in the yes. face. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And beat then, him. And then David came back and won. Um, but Nafanov has kind of always gotten the edge over Karugliev when they've hit um, in competition. He just beat him a couple months ago. So that's why I have Nafanov in here because he beat him head to head. How are they? How and when are they deciding? That's something I haven't heard. So Russia's going to compete in Italy. Um, they're sending four of their six Olympians, and I, uh, they, they did not put Nifonov or Karugliev on the list mm. that they're sending to the um, Sasari. So I'm not sure. I don't okay. know. I haven't, I haven't heard yet. And I wonder if they would care. I mean, 
Would they want to be so? Yeah, would they want to be seated at this weight? Um, because Karugliev would not be seated, right? No. Mm-mm. <laughs> so it's like almost. Do you want to be? Would you rather be drawn in? Yeah. And then who goes up to the four if they don't send Nifonov? Oh man, I don't know. Um, not uh, not David. Not David. No, he doesn't have enough points. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'd have okay, to, I have to look at. So hopefully he, uh, yeah. Well, hopefully we figure so, out. So, would it be more wise for Russia to send someone unseated so they potentially end up on the bottom side opposite Yazdani? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost smarter because then, I mean, yeah. Because if you end up on if you end up on the side, okay. So if you're on, if you're on the top opposite him, and then David's on that side, the chances that they're going to meddle is really really low. Whereas if they end up on the bottom. <laughs> And you, you know, David's the best guy. You just have to deal with him, and then you can potentially medal. But if it's David Yazdani and the Russian on top, then the chances you medal are very low. Counterpoint: Does Russia even care? <laughs> Do they even think about seating at all? Like I this is know. a very I've, American... ne- I've never had seating discussions with Russians. This sounds like mm-hmm. something a D1 coach would be thinking about. I don't know if well, this is something uh, that the Russians even consider. Because they're more or less ambivalent about the the ranking. How do you know that? Well, you know they don't go to the ranking terms, but how do you know they really don't care? Maybe they haven't figured it out yet, Christian. Do they They seed their own nationals? Do they seed their own nationals? All they care about is winning. They just want to win. Do they seed their own nationals? (laughs) Uh, They seed like the top two sometimes. They'll separate. Separate. They'll separate the top two. So they kind of get it a little bit. Yeah, they get it, and all they care about is winning, Ben. So if they thought it helped them, they would they would do it. They they they've gone to much more drastic. Um, yeah, so Russia you don't, never. Cheated. What are you talking about? I didn't say he cheated. I just <laughs> say never passed bottles of piss through walls and got <laughs> new ones in there. It's never happened. It's never happened. Yeah, thankfully. So UWW hasn't updated their seating, um, like the final seating yet. But I'm pretty sure the. Um, Colombian Carlos Esquerdo would be the four. Oh snap! <laughs> if, if, uh, what? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Stop! Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, an incredible yeah. development. So, so that. All right. So David wow. Taylor, we don't really care where he gets drawn in. No. Um, although bottom side looks I, looks nice. Yeah. I just for spectators, I would love to see him and Yazdani in the finals. Oh I think there's a clear mm-hmm. one too. That'd be much better, but yeah, I don't think it matters that much. That would be amazing. 97 kilograms. We know where we're seated. We got a seed, guys, and we're the 2 seed, which is the best seed because it's away from the 1 seed. Mm-hmm. The best wrestler walking the planet right now, Abdul Rashid Sajalayev. How do we get Muhammad in the 4 seed? <laughs> We go back in time, and we enter him into the rankings tournaments. That's right. <laughs> That's about all we've got going for us right now. Um, he ain't beating Sajalive, though. But we do. I guess you're saying you want to. Well, that's what I'm saying. Kyle. Yeah, him one with us. Beat it. Yes. Well, he could be yeah. top side still. Him and Sajalive, round one. Let's go. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. That'd be a fantastic development. I'm not. You know what? I'm not worried. I will reiterate. I'm not worried about Mohammedian anymore. <laughs> we will we will just not shoot for two and a half minutes, get him super tired, and then we'll start snapping and running behind him at the end. He has there no energy for Kyle Snyder. I'm feeling it. Yeah. And then we've got uh Sharif Sharifov. He's in the mix. He's super good. 
He has beaten Kyle Snyder. A little worried about him. But he will not be seated. He has not looked good lately, though. Yeah. yeah. He's getting old. I mean, this, this is a man that wrestled Kale Sanderson in 2011. Well, I said that, and I said he was old in 2019. He beat dang Kyle, mm -hmm. our young buck. Well, now yeah. it's two years later. It's great. Time catches up to you. All right. Yeah, Sharifov beat um, Mohamedian like two months before Mohamedian beat <laughs> Snyder, which is, wow. is pretty wild, too. Um, but the last two tournaments, he's not looked good. If you if you guys remember, he forfeited to Kyle um, at the Deglane in January, and then mm, yeah. um, and then he lost just in Poland to uh, Canedo, the Cuban representing wow. Italy. So that's how he lost his his like seed because he was the three seed, and then um, didn't get any points in Poland, so he got yeah. he got jumped. So. Uh, this looks like to be the lowest ranked seed you have because you have Nurov from mm -hmm. MKD. MKD. What? Which? Which one's that? Macedonia, right? Mas yeah, See, Macedonia. I thought it'd be Macedonia, but it's a K, and that threw me off. Um, because Macedonia, I thought was with a C. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a, so a soft K. Soft K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anywho, he uh, he's the four seed, but you have him ranked thirteenth. I. I do, yeah. So he took, he took bronze in in 2019, and he beat um, Yergali from Kazakhstan in that match. Um, but he's had he's had a lot of uh, kind of mixed results. He's lost to um, Hushtin. Um, he's lost to Andritsev. Uh, he lost to Hushtin a couple times. Um, lost to Kanyedo. So he's got. He's got some losses, but he was kind of um, on an easy side there at at Worlds. Um, well, easy. He had said July, but aside from that, <laughs> yeah. Piece of cake. Yeah. Um, got it. So that's uh, that's ninety seven. Go Kyle, go, and we go to one twenty five. We touched on it briefly, but what is the the big uh, takeaways here from the one twenty five Gables bracket? Ben, you want to go? Oh, me? Okay, I, I thought you were the expert here. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, <laughs> we talked about this yesterday. Uh, yeah, I mean, you have to go through Agul or Petrosvila, which is not ideal. Zari's going to get drawn in too. I, I don't really see anyone else besides um, those guys being a threat to Gable. And uh, as I said, I'm picking Gable as a favorite. I just he, – he went to another level this year, and uh, I think he's going to beat all those dudes. Yes, he is uh... – He's fantastic. So I don't know. There's no better side. Just hopefully we end up on the side that's not because Zari's getting drawn in. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we don't want to be on Zari's side and one of the two other best guys' side. So yeah. I, I don't know Cody Janzin. How do you ever say this dude's name? The Cody Janzinski or whatever this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kotsianivski. Yeah, something yeah. like yeah. that. Something like that you, from Ukraine. Spay's really good at saying it. Um, yeah, make, yeah, of course, he yeah. But he also says Yasher Doe and all the fancy pronunciations like he's some learned Washington and Lee alum mm -hmm. and making us yep. feel stupid. Yeah. Yeah. He, that Kosyanovitsky, I don't know. Spay says it better than that even. But he's he's had some really good results in the past, but he's uh, like Sharifov. I think he's a little past his prime. 
and hasn't he's he's not medaled at a, a couple of the uh, tournaments of late. Um, so I don't really look at him as a threat. The heavyweight is one of the well with, with Gable specifically. It's kind of like it just scares me because everybody is like really really sure sure like Gable's gonna he's gonna win gold. He's looking better than ever, and maybe that's why everybody thinks that it's because it's it's true. But it, this is like where I'm just like hesitating and holding back. Like I just don't want to get my don't want to get my heart broken. You know. <laughs> yeah. When a heart breaks, it don't break even. Yeah, that's right. They say. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just have Man. had a policy since like 2018 that I will pick him to enter any wrestling contest he enters. Yeah. I'm win. just I'm just sticking with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, Abdul right. and Petrovilla are very good, but C- Cable has been he's been unreal. What he did to Gwizdowski at the trials was like, oh my gosh, he's yeah. on a different level. For yeah, sure. did you see what Zari just did to Gwizdowski, though? Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> damn it. Try to stop trying to make counterpoints. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's I just will. have Gable. Zari got pinned by Mason Paris, who he is pieced <laughs> There out. we go. That's boom. what I'm talking about. Counterpoint. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. Him with that uppercut. Yeah. Okay. Right. No more counterpoints. <laughs> I can see. He ran out. Gable, gold. There it is. That's all we needed to say. Hey, we'll get to a couple questions. We got to go quicker show today because of some things going on at the Flow HQ. Fun stuff. But here's a, this is the most important question maybe right now because employee safety on the line. This was great. Is uh, <laughs> from EJ Zeppelin forty two. This is coming from a Fargo resident. Cancel the Baymont Inn reservation! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Rough hotel with a janky casino connected to it. Christian is right <laughs> on the dorms. Listen, not my opinion. It's the opinion of EJ Zeppelin forty two. These guys are going to end up with stab wounds if they stay at the Baymont Inn. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, this is my first Fargo, and I'm oh, uh, wow. I'm staying at the Baymont. You need to uh, cancel it. Screwed. Listen. You are not. We're not locked into a lifetime contract with the Baymont Inn. I know. Cancel it. You can. You need to take. This is a. This is a great opportunity for you to assert yourself. Okay. <laughs> Pull an alpha move against Spay. You don't have to stay at these terrible places just because he books them. Yeah. That was. You know, Spay learned from Bader, who learned. You know, we all kind of. I had. Mm-hmm. I had some tendencies to book some bad ones, but you can turn the tides. We can start <laughs> staying at better places. Yeah, JD and Spay. They are the. They're the ones behind this. And me and Bray, we got things to live for, man. We yeah. got kids. I don't know. JD just has Murphy the dog. <laughs> That's right. No. no. Um, Bray was reading all the reviews yesterday, and some of them were, were pretty <laughs> rough. I know he read one on air, but like another one was like, somebody opened the door and a Doberman like leaped out <laughs> at him. <laughs> it's like, oh, Lord. Um, uh, That's too funny. So, I don't know. We'll yeah. See. We'll see. Some people see. Some people just get on there. They look at the pictures. They oh, this looks fine. You gotta read the reviews. <laughs> you have to read the reviews. It, it's great content. Yeah. Um, hey, so uh, one more question, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll beat it. What is the best super match to make between college eligible? This wrestlers? was so easy. This is so easy. Well, let's see. It's so easy. What are you gonna say? It's very easy. AJ Ferrari, Gable Stevenson. Boom. Done. You're welcome. That's a good one. But I think I maintain. No, it's not Dayton and Spencer anymore because Dayton <laughs> lost. It was that. Dayton lost. That is no more. I'll still take it. 
No, Christian, you can't do it. We get I Ferrari. It. We get Ferrari and Gable. It's so tremendous. And then you guys better put them in a room and make them talk so much trash. Hype them up, Jack. Them That'll up. be tough. Let's get. It'll be tough yes, to get those two so to awesome. open up. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love when it has to pass through Ben's like humor processor, and it takes a little second. He's like, "Wait, they love to talk. That makes no sense." Then you kind of get it. <laughs> Um, it would be so great. Can we oh please do gosh. it? I, Pretty please. Listen, you can pay college athletes soon. Let's just give them some money. That's like coming through really soon. Listen, dude. What? Here's why I'm out on this match. No, don't be out. Okay, this I'm is in. The best thing I'm ever. 100% in. First of yes, all, let me go. let me retract it by saying I'm 100% in. And here's but here's why I'm out. It's not a competitive match. It's not remotely competitive. You've got the better wrestler who is 40 pounds bigger. Well, listen. Ferrari doesn't have to make weight. He might get huge for this match. He will not get huge like Gable is huge. Because he not cause... that huge. Not that huge. Gable is pretty. Gable is not. <laughs> Listen, this man just made the Olympic team. Okay, uh, AJ was also in the Olympic bracket. AJ's amazing. True freshman, uh, NCAA champion. Something that Gable wasn't able to accomplish. But I'm just saying right now, the 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 Instagram may be behind it. You know the hype and all that, but. I think as far as a competitive match, I'm not, I don't see it. Really? You you I think, think it's a surprise? Okay. I'm okay, in. If, it, I'm if in. it's a freestyle match, what's the score? Six zero. Yeah, that's I think that's generous. Because Ferrari's gonna be disappointed and not not take some bad shots and get uh, reattacked. True, they're both reattackers. It could it could actually be boring. Yeah, but, but I'm here for the hype. Boring. I'm here for the lead up. I'm here for the lead up. All right, let's do it. You know what? I'm in. Let's do. Let's we'll, do it. Seriously, we'll you can pay athletes soon. Let's do this. Yeah, can we? I think so. Okay, well, we'll just start doing it and see what happens. Well, you won't be ineligible. You won't be ineligible if it happens. They will. So, you know, no skin off your back. Uh, uh, that would probably be really bad. We're not really gonna do that. Um, okay, fun show. Thanks to Kozak. Thanks to Ben, and thanks to you for listening. No show tomorrow, Dude. remember? So we will be going. Caleb, this is the reason we're going. It's good. Caleb going to his very first ever Astros game. Big day. This is his birthday present, so we're going to be there. So it means I won't be here. Thank you guys so much for Dude. listening. We will be back next Tuesday. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Lots of wrestling still going on. Lots of news coming. And we'll try to keep you posted. Thanks. See you next time. Goodbye.